Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, welcome to Gary Baldy Red as we look forward to a big game for Nottingham Forest women at the weekend when they take on one of the giants of English football in Manchester City in the FA Cup at the City Ground, which is obviously a big one to look forward to. And to discuss the game, we're joined by Forest Women Manager once again, Andy Cook. Andy, are you well? Yes, very well. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Matt. And uh, thanks for having us on. No, not a problem at all. Not a problem. Um, we'll do a couple of plugs for the game. It's on Saturday at one o'clock and tickets are £5 for adults, £3 for concessions and £1 for kids. And I'll repeat that at the end. Um, how are you feeling about it? I guess there's been a lot of excitement amongst your squad for a while and you've had league games, but now you can finally concentrate on this one. How are you feeling? Yeah, we're, we're like you said, you've summed it up there. Really excited to to start and to you know just to get down to the city ground on Saturday and get warmed up and, and and yeah just get the game going to be honest um yeah we've we've had a we have a sort of tough week before and we had the the game on Sunday against Stoke and then we've got a game Thursday night um and then obviously we've got the game on on Saturday so yeah the recovery time for the players is is going to be interesting and and yeah they get to rest and recover by going to work on Friday after a night game on a Thursday night and then turning up at the city ground to uh Playing the Garibaldi and uh, try and beat Manchester City. So yeah, it's just exciting. We're really, we're, you know, really excited for it. And all the girls are yeah are buzzing to get going. I didn't know you got a game on Thursday. That's a nightmare. Yeah, are you playing. You yeah. don't want to tip your hat too much, but are you playing the reserves or how how can you go about it? <laughs> no, so we, we we have a really good squad to be fair. So we you know we've been we've been planning this week now for a few uh, for a few weeks. Um, and you know so we've got what three games in in seven days. Um, you know Sunday, Thursday, then Saturday. So. We've, um, you know, we we rotated things around. We know where where we need to be and what we need to do from from the three games. And yeah, I mean, most importantly, the league fixtures are the important ones for us. We we, we want to get three points on that Thursday night against Sheffield FC. Um, and yeah, then you know we we've said that the FA Cup tie is it's kind of a free hit for us. We're we're, we're we are very much the underdogs. Um, all the players again, amateur. I mean, you know, if you look at the back line of ourselves, you've got. Our goalkeeper Emily Batty is, is is currently studying to be a neuroscientist. We've got a uh, um, uh, uh, um, Olivia Cook is a um, a lawyer, well, a student uh, training to be a lawyer at Sheffield University. And um, we've got Charlotte Greengrass, another student at Loughborough. Lindsay Harkins uh, works in sales. Charlotte Steggles is a, a quantity uh, chartered surveyor, sorry. Um, and then Haley James, who's a who's a lecturer. So that's our back line. And then um, you know. Man City's backline all play for England, so you know we know the we know the levels that we're at, and and we're just excited to go and play against them. To be honest, I suppose on, on paper it's like a in men's football, a Premier League club playing a League One side. But from what you're saying there, is it more like a Premier League club playing a non-League side where it's painters and decorators and you know accountants and bankers in the in the FA Cup normally? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. And this is what I think. You know, trying to get this across to people has been a bit of a difficult one because you know people see the the title of Manchester City and Nottingham Forest and just go, "Well, it's Premier League Championship or WSL, you know, um, National League as we are in our our level." But actually, 
you know, the gulf between us is exactly that. I, I've, I've said it. It's, it's the equivalent of Manchester City men and Pep and all the boys coming across here to the city ground. And for whatever reason, the likes of an Alfreton Town um, or an Ilkeston are playing at the city ground. That's, you know, that's the level, that's the level that we're at, really. You know, every single one of the players has got a job or a student or, you know, doing something away from football. You know, they train three nights a week for Forest um, and then play on a Sunday or a Thursday night and a, and a Saturday this weekend. And, and and every week and every session they do, you know, they do so much for the football club. And, and yeah, you, you know, I couldn't be more prouder of, of, of the way they apply themselves. And, and everyone's wanted to be involved this week. And you can imagine there's going to be a lot of people that, yeah, they'll be playing Thursday night, you know, rotate things around. And then, you know, they might have to rest and recoup on, on Friday, um, and then and then some of them will play Saturday, but a few will be a few will be on the bench. But you know, just to be involved in the game is is fantastic. Um, and and yeah, it is it's it's very much that David and Goliath type uh, type battle. Uh, how did you go about the game then? Because Goliath beat David in the end. So how are you feeling about going going after them? So uh, it's one of them things when we when we heard about the tie. One of the first things I thought of was was you know speaking to Gary Brazil and the guys from the academy here of, of seeing if we could train against the the, the boys academy teams, um, and we managed to do that and we managed to get a session or two where we can train against the under sixteen um, boys within the the academy, um, and and you know I'll just sort of say now on credit you know thanks to Gary, Jordy, you know Dan, everyone that's involved with the aid groups. And all the boys that, that trained against us were fantastic. You know, the way that they move the ball, the way they shift the ball is very close to um, very close to sort of Man City women's team. Um, physically, it, it, it's, you know, it, it, they're close. The boys are starting to sort of grow into the body. And obviously, I think if we, you know, some people might look at it and go, why been playing under 16s? But it's just pure genetics. If you played against a, an 18-year-old boy or, a, or, a, or a tw- one of the under 23s, physically we're physically we're nowhere near um whereas you know technically and tactically we can be quite close so it, it, it's a good leveler um, we had a fantastic night with them um the boys were great and, and we managed to we managed to get a lot from it so we've you know we've done as much as we can in the limited time we have to prepare for this game and yeah we're we're, we're, we're quietly confident in our game plan and what we want from the game um it'd be a structured pragmatic approach um and ultimately look we want to attempt to win the game we're not just here to um, you know, to turn up and to let Manchester City come and score 10. Um, that could happen because they're all England internationals and, and foreign internationals, you know, some Spaniards and everything else that's in the squad. But that's just purely because they train seven days a week, play games, get paid, you know, a, a weekly and a monthly salary to do what they do. Whereas, like I say, ourselves, we've got to work and train and play and do everything like that. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're quietly confident, like I think everyone would be in, a, in an FA Cup tie, whether it's men's or women's. Do you have any worries about the players freezing on the big? I know obviously you played Derby at the City Round and you lost, and I don't know how the game went at all. But there's a big crowd, a lot of people will be watching. Do you are you confident your players will kind of be mentally relaxed to to embrace the game? I, I, I think so. I think so. The you know we've got players in the team that have played against Manchester City in, in the in the previous two seasons. That Amy West was a was a WSL player for Aston Villa last season. Then she. She was, she was, um, she was, she left Aston Villa and has now got a job in marketing at Loughborough University. Um, Becky Anderson, same again, played at Coventry United in the Championship and has, has played at good level in her in her previous uh, previous clubs. Lindsay Harkin has, has played at Donny Bell's, has played against Man City several times. So you know we've got players in the squad that know what it's about and and, and what it what, what it does. Um, and ultimately, you know we we you never know what you know until until we start the game. But I, I, we've we've played it. We've played at the city ground before. We know what it's all about now. 
um, that little bit of comfort and, and that little bit of confidence in our surroundings now is going to help us. And yeah, like I say, you know, that we, we had a session last night, spoke about what we need to do for Saturday and, and for Thursday. And yeah, you know, the, the, the confidence that they've got in themselves and, and each other as a group is giving me confidence to, to say that we'll be, we'll be, we'll be ready for it as, as best we can. Is the game, um, is, is there a quite a big element of spreading the word about the game? And you mentioned earlier the league still the bread and butter and the big target. Is, is it a lot about promoting what you're about and the women's game in Nottingham? Yeah, you know, look, there's there's a few teams in our in our league. You know, you've got, I think it's um, Bridgewater, who I think were previously Yeovil Town. Um, they play Manchester United, um, you know, and they're in the same tier as us, but in the Southern Division. Um, ourselves obviously playing against Man City, Huddersfield in our league are playing against Everton. So you know the WSL sides are going down the tier three sides, and 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 for all of us, um, you know I hope we give a good account of ourselves. All the clubs are in the same position, um, you know amateur players, jobs, work, career, all that kind of stuff. So I think you know yeah the 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 bigger the bigger message for everyone is 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 that of um, you know we we've, we've got some very good footballers, and the distance between where we are to the top is only really. A division, two divisions, but you know the actual um, gulf in 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 the sort of uh, the structure and the environments that we can provide is 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 huge. Um, more more inclined to a, a non-league men's team to a Premier League men's team, you know. So it's uh, it, it's one of them. You just want all the teams ourselves, the teams I mentioned there, to give a good account of ourselves. And obviously, in and around Nottingham, yeah, if we can, you know, jump on the back of some of the success that Steve has had with the men and. You know the games they've had against Arsenal. Obviously, the the, the game against Derby. I was here on uh, Saturday for, which was fantastic. You know, if we can if we can jump on the back of that, you know, euphoria around the club at the moment, it'll be fantastic. Is it nice for you and your staff to pit your wits against Gareth Taylor, who obviously played for Forest and Wales, uh, and and his people? I mean, is that one you look forward to as a coach? Yeah, you always do. Um, you always do as a coach. I've, I've I've worked against Man City previously when I was at Oxford United as head coach. We we played against Man City in the League Cup when Oxford in the uh, WSL two as it was called then, um, and and we had a we had a tough old day, a tough old night that night um, against them. And so I think at the time it wasn't Gareth wasn't wasn't in charge then. But yeah, to, to <clears throat> excuse me to play against Gareth, <coughs> excuse me to um. Yeah, to play against Gareth and the staff that they've got there will be will be great. Obviously, an ex-Forest player, um, so you know he'll have a lot of memories of of, of the city ground. I know there'll be a few people would uh, you know make him feel welcome. Probably, um, I'd like to think that as a Nottingham Forest fan, they might give him a bit of stick, bit of Man City coach now, but uh, that's just you know um, hoping we can get the edge on him a little bit. But yeah, it, it's one of those. They've got a, they've got a fantastic side. He's got some unbelievable footballers at his disposal, um, and it'll be great just to try and pit our wits against them tactically. Um, and, and and see where we go with it. Do you learn any lessons from that Oxford game? I don't know what the score was. It doesn't sound like it was pretty. Is there something you take out uh, of it? So we we were we were forty four minutes. We were nil nil. Um, then we um, give away a penalty. We went one nil up. And then from the kickoff, we didn't really recover. We played it back to our keeper. Um, you know, three or four passes. You got back to the keeper. She's got to play out. Then we've got to play long. We give the ball away and they scored two. So within. Within a minute and a half, we were two 0 down at half time, and we were like scratching our heads, thinking we had brilliant forty four minutes, kept them at bay, um, and then we let two in, and, and the the overall score was six nil on the end, uh, the end of the night. They they scored um, two. They had they had a long throw. Megan Campbell, I think it was at the time, who's now at um, Liverpool. I might be wrong with that. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, she had a long throw. Jen Beatty scored a couple of headers from from those, and yeah, it. Um, 
yeah, it ended up six. So it was it was a difficult night, but similar situation to where we are now. And yeah, um, in terms of lessons learned, I think you know, look, it's it's one of those you've got to condense the space against a team like Man City. They they'll play in a four three three. They'll have one holding midfielder who'll drop in between the centre backs and and the full backs. Um, and, and they'll want to try and play through and round us. You know, we, we, we've seen a few patterns that they might have. I think, um, you know, Lucy Bronze likes to go on the outside. Um, Demi Stokes doesn't really overlap Lauren Hemp. And if these players are playing, you know, we'll be looking at things like that. You know, Lauren Hemp likes to get it to her feet and run at the fullback. Um, you know, we've got a few things that we want to try and work on to do that. We want to, you know, con- make, the, make the middle of this congested um, and make it as tough as possible. We've got to use what we have, which hopefully is our little bit of, little bit of guy, a little bit of... Um, tactical sort of quality in there as well and and that you know what what we potentially can what we potentially can um yeah what we can do to to, to get over and round them and I think that's probably the two things that we're concerned with as well is how do we once we get the ball um how do we go over and round them because I think that's going to be the key to it um you know are we gonna are we gonna have 500 passes in their half I don't think so but we might be able to have two or three passes get a good counter attack and, and maybe nick a goal and that's that's going to be where we are, and I think that's what that's what we're planning for. Again, some minutiae now, but a, a nice big city ground pitch doesn't help you then. If you're congesting the middle of the pitch, there's a lot of space well, out wide. Yeah, uh, you say that, but in terms of the detail we go into, so where we normally play Eastwood, um, and Eastwood out in the you know out in the the, the north sort of west of the county, isn't it? Um, up there, there the actual distance between the Eastwood's pitch and the city ground is actually only um, a yard and a half in. Mm. So City Grounds a yard and a half wider and the length of the pitch is only uh, two yards longer. Mm. So, so it's not too dissimilar. So, mm. you know, I made sure when we played against Derby, I actually did the figures for that because that was one thought I had that if we're playing at the City Ground, what's the distances? How much difference is it? And actually it's only, you know, two yards two yards length and, and a yard and a half on the wings. So it's not it's not too much. But as you know, those top players, they can make a yard and a half feel like 10 yards. So... Yeah, you're uh, you you know what you're coming up against, but yeah, it's one of them. They're, they're just little bits that we've that I've gone to in terms of the preparation to make sure that look, the players know that yeah, the city ground pitch, albeit it is a, it's a nice stadium, it's it's a huge stadium, and and you know we're used to playing in a small contained Eastwood pitch. It actually isn't too dissimilar in regards to once you step over that white line, it's it's a few yards difference. But um, yeah, you've you've still got you've still got to try and contain them. What we keep saying is that there's only one ball, and the balls the, the balls the thing. If the ball goes in the net, you know you've scored. Um, so we need to make sure that that ball does, just stays out of there. So we can't be concerned with marking all eleven of them. Just the one that's got the balls, the the most important one. We need to stop. Um, after Saturday, then, what's the aim for the rest of the season? I see you're fifth in the league, and I forgive my ignorance. I don't know how many teams go up, but is promotion the aim? Yeah, just one team goes up. Um, it's a difficult one. So you've got two leagues in our, you've got the north and the south of the Women's National League. So one team from those two leagues go up. So you could win your league. You play in a playoff and only one team goes up, which is something oh, that, nice. that dare I say it, um, you know, in terms of trying to grow the women's game, isn't really the um, cleverest of ideas. But um, mm. I think that was somebody a few years ago might have come up with that and hopefully... In my opinion, they need to change that um, sooner rather than later, to be honest, to grow the game. Um, so there's, there's 12 teams in each league. So you've got 24 teams at this level, all vying for one spot. Um, in, in one way, it, it, it grows it slowly and surely. But equally, there's a lot of teams in our league, including ourselves. And, and, and there's a lot in the South that potentially could easily make the step up in regards to infrastructure and things like that. So, yeah, it's the aim's promotion. 
it's tough because of the you know the results and, and the way that things have gone for us this season so far. Um, but the aim's always promotion. It has been since I came in in 2019. And yeah, we've we've had a couple of setbacks. Derby have started off brilliantly. Wolves have had a great start. Um, we beat them in the FA Cup and and hopefully we can carry that form now into the into the league and continue that. Um, so yeah, we've got after Saturday, um, we're actually away to Annick Town. Um, you know, in the in the League Plate Cup, um, the following weekend. So that'll be just a just a nice four five hour journey up to Annick um, from Nottingham on the on the Sunday, and then uh, and then yeah, back to League Action against Fylde. Um, so yeah, it's 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 fast and furious from now till sort of the middle of May. Um, games every weekend, but that's 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 what we want to get involved. And that's what we want to do, and ultimately the thing for us is to try and keep everyone as fresh as possible. You know, make sure that um, you know the 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 maintaining the fitness levels and the standards and yeah we'll, we'll we'll see where we get to but ultimately it's taking each game as it comes as much of a cliche as it is but I think that's the mindset we have to have currently because yeah unfortunately we've dropped nine points and we can't we can't really afford to drop many more you know so we've just got to make sure we're going game by game we're quite happy you know I think this year we've we've managed to keep nine ten clean sheets so we're quite happy with things but we we know the standards we want uh, are a little higher than than what we've what we've what we've achieved so far let me give you one open goal to tap in then before the weekend. Uh, give you a PR sell to tell people why they should come down on Saturday and support your team. Well, if you know, look to come down to city ground, you know, normally would cost you a, a you know a pretty penny in regards to your you know your hourly salaries and things like that. Whereas coming to watch us is going to be five pound for an adult, three pound concessions, one pound for a child. Great family day out. You're going to see. It's not really a plug for Nottingham Forest, but you're going to see pretty much most of the England squad playing for Manchester City. You might be able to get to see, you know, Gareth Taylor. There might be a few, uh, a few fans from the uh, was it late nineties, early thousands can come and see Gareth Taylor and say hello to him <laughs> again, and uh, you know, wave, uh, wave, and, and and thank him for for his time at Forest. But then equally, there's there's a chance of a cup upset. You know, and and not to put a not to be over dramatic, I think it could be one of the biggest cup upsets in women's football if we if we knock out Manchester City. They started the season in the Champions League, um, currently flying in the WSL. I think they scored fifteen and conceded zero in the last three games, something like that. And yeah, we we've got an opportunity to knock them out. So any fans and supporters that want to come down and and help support us on our on our quest to try and do that, will come and see a a, a good pragmatic. Um, performance from us and trying to get that 1-0 win like the blokes did against Arsenal and I'm sure we can almost repeat it against Manchester City uh, You mentioned Gareth Taylor there to team me up, I spoke to Gareth earlier and I'll write that up for a nice piece tomorrow so people can read about his time at Forest uh, playing yeah. under a, a, a variety of managers from Hart <laughs> uh, Kinnear and Megson I think it would be interesting. some different yeah. characters there so do yeah. read that um, and do everyone do get down to the City ground on Saturday, 1 o'clock Tickets are £5, £3 and £1. Uh, Andy, we wish you every success. No, thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking the time and, and appreciate you having us on. Thank you. No problem. And we'll see everyone soon.